welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, I'm so excited to see you. I can tell, y'all, if you could just see her. <laughs> she was literally just about to clap into the microphone. She looks so happy. I am ecstatic because it's been a little bit of time since we've actually recorded for the podcast. That's true. It's been a minute. We've been busy. Yeah. We It's been a busy summer, and I feel like we're just barely into it. I know. Oh, that's so exciting. However, yeah. let's jump into it. Like, let's go. I want to talk about what we're here to talk about. Yay. Like, so I want everybody to know this. This is a public service announcement. Twanda and I are international travelers now. Yes, we are. Yes, we are we international. That deserves some, some, some snaps. Okay. Some snaps, yes. yes. We yes. are international travelers. Yes. I mean, I know for some of you, this that's old hat. Like you did that since you were five and that's okay. But for Tawanda and I, we were a lot older, but what a trip. We went to Terrapota, Peru. Oh my goodness, y'all. I have been out of the country before, so I don't want to act like this is my first go round out of the country, but oh, I've never true. been this far away. So yes. it, I didn't feel like I really, really got my passport book stamped until I went to Peru where they did not stamp my passport. But that's another yeah. whole issue. That's another, so no, we're not going there. We just, yeah. we know we yeah. were there. We yeah. know we were there. But, and mm -hmm. this is the furthest I've ever been. And so I really do feel like a true international traveler. Yeah, I should say the same. Like we both have been out of the country before, but never, never this far. We were on a whole different continent. Yes, and I've never before had gone to a place where, um, you know, they they spoke English here and there, but I really had to lean on my um, skills with whatever I learned from high school in Spanish and um, uh, my fails with the Translate app. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> but. <laughs> Wow, there's a useless. space for that next. That actually, <laughs> okay. we can we can go ahead and like transition in okay. to um, the whole part about the journey. Why did we go to Terrapoto? Like, oh. did we just close our eyes and spin <laughs> and, a globe and choose and throw a dart? No, we yeah. did not. We did not throw any darts. Um, our friend to the show, Althea Lawton Thompson, she hosts a retreat in Peru for um hosting um ayahuasca ceremonies and yeah, i'm gonna say plant medicine because there was so much more oh my gosh so you're right more. you are so right but the star of the show was <laughs> ayahuasca the reason why we all came was ayahuasca and so there were three nights of ayahuasca there and we're going to talk a little bit more about that but that is why we went that is right and I will start and I will say this in the end again, what I learned from going to a trip that somebody else plans. See, I'm used to planning my trip. I'm responsible mm -hmm. for figuring out who's, you know, what hotel are we staying? How long we're staying? I got to check in. If it's another language, I got to figure out enough how to say it in another language. And I've got to figure out transportation and figure out where we're going to eat. And 
Althea had taken care of it all. Oh my we, gosh. we felt like we were on a field trip, like little kids <laughs> and somebody else was a teacher and we weren't, we didn't have to be the adults. And yeah, I needed that in my life. It was a vacation from adulting for sure. The only <laughs> decisions we made were like what kind of gifts we were going to bring back to our families. And trust me, that was hard enough. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> thing that I wanted to make a decision about. But um, yeah, yeah that, it was wonderful. That, that was beautiful. Something else about just uh, the traveling. Ramel and I chose to go. Now, my husband could not go because he had uh, um, work stuff to do. Mm -hmm. And it was a long time. It was a long trip. Uh, mm -hmm. It was eight days of the retreat and then two days of travel uh, going there and coming back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there was it took me 32 hours to get back to home. get back home. So um, that journey, it, you know, I can't tell you how many hours I was in labor <laughs> having any of my kids, but I was in 32 hours of traveling back home from Peru. Oh, so gosh, I yeah. can tell you that. Yeah. But also about the journey on the way there, it was so exciting because we got to meet some of the folks who are on the journey with us as we were in the airport. We yeah. really met people once we got to Peru. But it was that was cool because I knew Ramel, Ramel knew me, I knew Althea, but we didn't necessarily know anybody else. And there were 18 someone else's. I mean, well, I guess the, <laughs> there was the two of us plus 16 other others that, others that we didn't know. And so it was a very it's kind of like you're just being thrown into a like a classroom. And you don't know so. oh, that is anybody. right. It was a class. It definitely was. It was the first day of class. Mm -hmm. All right. You know what? We were in class, plant medicine class. Um, <laughs> we had, there were 18, 18 total students. That sounds about right. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We didn't know everybody, but we found the people who we were going to cut up with in class. We, we knew, did. we knew that. Mm -hmm. um, we knew the people who were the teacher's pet, you know, <laughs> You know who you are, you know, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but so you funny. know, just all of that. Um, it was really nice. We came back with a tribe, uh, we came back with oh, a community. Yeah. It's like everybody wants to sign everybody's yearbook, you know. We yeah. were just there eight days, but it really felt like, um, we we made we really bonded, and yeah. Oh, uh, that the journey was. Going there, I was excited the whole way. Coming back, I was like, oh, my God, can we just get home? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was grumpy pants around for me on the way back. <laughs> I was I was not happy. And I was on the plane, come the one of the, the longest leg. And I was just trying to talk myself out of a panic attack on the plane. I just felt like I couldn't move. I couldn't get up. I, it was just it was the worst. So I was um, trying to get over sleeping on the um in the airport like a bum. I felt like a bum on the on a oh, bench. Oh, I was falling asleep at the airport. I was <laughs> snoring. I know this for a fact. She at was, the airport, she really knocked was. out, and I, I didn't have care. Video. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you might. I might have video. Oh, oh gosh. Well, I mean, when we got to Terrapoto, um, mm -hmm. actually. We flew into Lima. Let's let's just say that we flew into the Lima of Peru. That's of, yes. yeah. And then we took a flight about an hour and some change northeast, I believe, of Lima, and took it into, into the forest, into the Amazon 
forest. That's right. I've I been mean, in the Amazon, y'all. I've been in a rainforest. Oh, I, know. I had, like it really didn't dawn on me until we were like in our room and we were sitting there looking, and I was just like, oh, I'm in the Amazon. I am actually in the Amazon. So, um, but and actually, I didn't realize that we were going to be so close to Colombia. Did you know that? I still don't think we were that close to Colombia. <laughs> no, we were. You didn't see the bridge. Oh, that's true. That's true. It was true. the bridge. We to did. Columbia. We we drove by, and it was the bridge to Colombia. That is right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're it right. It was kind of crazy. Have... I didn't realize we were going to be that close. But that's um... true. So, and also on the travels there, the the roads on a mountain in Peru Aww. gave me heartburn. It Aww. was it. You know, the idea. First of all, tre- street signs were suggestions. <laughs> they were. Purely uh, lines, lines in the road, if they existed, were only there if you wanted to Wait pay minute. attention to them. You saw a line. Is that what you're saying? I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see Wait any lines and they drove like there were not any. It was just like, do what you have to do to get down the road. So if you need to drive on the other side for a while, yeah, do you, right? But you know what? The interesting thing is, is like we were in a vehicle. We were in an actual like a minivan-ish, a cargo van-ish kind of thing. But most of the people got around in that area were on motorcycles. Well, and and the motorcycle was kind of like the um, bicycle thing you see downtown areas where you can put two or three people in the back and somebody's riding a bicycle, except the bicycle was a a full-fledged motorcycle. But it still felt very dangerous to be on these roads where big old cargo vans like what we were in were zooming past them and cutting in front of them. And I was just, okay, I'm I'm having an attack right now just thinking (laughs) about it. There were actually a lot of just plain motorcycles, too. There were the regular what you're talking about definitely was there. But Mm -hmm. there were so many people on just plain motorcycles. I guess that's the way that they get around. I don't know. It's probably very expensive to have an actual vehicle there but there, i only saw three helmets the whole time we were there oh you did count i Y'all, did she count it she was like i did count i was like oh my god helmets yeah please yeah please she did she was mm-hmm. really fretting over that mm-hmm. um one of the things i do remember uh, on the way to the retreat site was that our driver stopped us at a certain point and pointed out and said, you see the, the that, that roof over there? We're five minutes away from the retreat site. But if you look into the woods there, you're going to see a roof. And that's where your retreat is. And it was like, jungle, 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 jungle. And then it was like, rooftop, uh, you know, rooftop. <laughs> and, and, yes. and it's like, okay, that's what we're we going to be right in the middle of it. I have mm-hmm. a picture of that. I will share that on the podcast oh, uh, so cool. with, uh, Facebook, just because it was like, oh crap, we are in the middle of we all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we finally did uh, survive the trip to the. <laughs> Cause it was that it was a survival. It um, was. Yeah, yeah. You thought you were worried about your anxiety attack or panic attack uh, on the plane. Now this was this was this worse. was much more dangerous. Just don't the look out the front window. But anyway, um, once we got into our rooms, what our, our room because we shared a room, we were looking. I felt kind of like I was in a fishbowl because uh, the front and the side of the room was basically just glass. glass. Mm. Um, of course, we had curtains, but it was just glass. And so when we kept our, well, we had our curtains wide open, when we looked out of our rooms, there was a big old mountain. 
Yeah. There was a river right yeah. in front of us yeah. and lots of trees where birds visited all the time. We saw monkeys. It was just, it was, there was lots of bugs too, by the way. So there were birds, the bugs, they loved Ramel. They, they think Ramel's they very tasty, apparently. I the am. bugs thought so. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Delicious. But I it still, was beautiful. I still mm -hmm. have scars. It's a month later <laughs> and I still have scars. <laughs> but it was an amazing resort like um this actual this actual resort is um i don't know if you want to call it different but um it's built into the side of a mountain so it's in the united states i think we're really used to just like this tall building and we call mm -hmm. it a hotel or a resort or whatever but our resort was built in was different buildings smaller buildings built into the mountain and so like where Twanda and I stayed there were four um rooms and then the place across from us there were four rooms and you know so we we're all kind of separate and kind of just spread across this area on the mountain and um there were a lot of stairs. That's how you knew you were on the mountain because there were so many stairs. Yeah. Um, to go up and down because, you know, mountains. <laughs> yeah, they go up and mountain. down. Yeah, yeah. mountains yeah. go to mountain. So um, mm -hmm. one other thing I have to say, we were um because of the way that the um because of the way that the the rooms were created, we felt like we were in a it felt like sim, uh, spiritual summer camp because they didn't I don't know how they made it but I, I believe even in the bathroom there's certain parts of our room our unit that was just wide open it was a screen like mm -hmm. I could hear the person above us if she sneezed I heard yeah. it yeah oh <laughs> she's singing in the shower no we are we all yeah. hear it yeah. somebody's walking back past your um the back part of your room and you're, they're talking you're, you're all in their conversation like it it felt like we were at summer camp because we could hear but that meant we also heard all the frogs and the birds and yes. the water as it's going and, and that was beautiful yeah i actually one of the my most favorite things about like our room is um that we because we had essentially four doors two on on either those windowed walls mm -hmm. um, that we would actually sleep with the window, not the window, but one of the doors open and mm -hmm. let the air circulate through. We were actually fortunate. I think there were a lot of people who had a lot of bugs in their room, yeah. but I think we had like a lonely gecko come into our room. And I think, and we didn't even bother. We'd be like, are you good? I'm good. <laughs> You just stay there. We'll stay here. You know, kill some bugs while you edit. You know, eat up buffet, whatever. Yeah, it was. It was kind of. It was kind of funny because some of our other um, friends um, had lots of lots and lots of really big and intimidating bugs in their room, and we didn't have that experience. But um, being able to wake up and hear the birds like as soon as you wake up and to be able to look towards your feet and to be able just to see the mountain. Um, it was just, I just woke up so grateful every single every morning. Every single day that, that was a, an experience in and of itself to be in nature, a part of nature. Um, and, and one of the things about this particular resort I don't know if it's something that happens in all of Peru, but 
uh, they, they were very particular. They wanted us to only bring uh, body products that were very were natural. So mm-hmm. our bug spray needed to be natural. Our lotions, you know, whatever we had, it needed mm-hmm. to be uh, natural. And so we were trying to preserve. And I, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But what you feel like? I feel like you're going to say something. I was going to say, are you going to tell them the most fun part of living in? Mm-mm. I wasn't, but you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go for it. Okay. So one of it the was terrible. It Sorry. was terrible. So they have bathrooms. They're just regular old bathrooms. But we were told that we could not throw any paper products into the toilets. Including used toilet tissue. Yeah. So we're not talking about feminine products. We're talking about any regular toilet tissue. tissue. That you use for all the reasons you use toilet tissue. Yeah. And so we had to throw it in the trash can, which they took every day. However, I will say I had a really bad track record of it. <laughs> I really She's not confessing that I'm she... confessing. I was in the 50 to 60 percent <laughs> round. I really and it wasn't on purpose. It's such a routine. I don't and think they, we should spend much more time on bathroom culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but I that, just but had that to was say a good it, point. But <laughs> it was it was different. You know, it was, it was different. I had never been different. in places where I had to do that. Oh, but another thing about the location that I thought was very interesting. I had never thought about it, but um everything was outside. Like even our dining area was oh, outside. Yeah, that's true. It it yeah. was covered, but mm-hmm. it was still outside. Three walls not there. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> the the um where you check in yeah, outside yeah. outside mm-hmm. yeah so all of those areas everything was just very you were just very open. Luckily, we went during winter time, so it, it was, was still hot. So it was still hot. I, I know it's, it's called winter, but don't get it twisted. Yeah, you you hot. miss you you guys because you're hearing my voice. Miss the air quotes of. <laughs> winter because it was i think around 84 every day would you say yeah, that it was it was it was quite toasty yeah yeah but i understand it's like 100 if you go during summertime so i feel like we dodged a bullet uh, okay okay I, I'm, that's what i'm going with I'm, okay. that's what i'm going no, with no but that, that's true something else that i um did you hear me say I saw a monkey? That was so cool. Yeah, you think that was cool. you see something moving in the trees and you go squirrel because that's what we think of. Mm-hmm. But if you thought squirrel, that was absolutely a monkey, right? It's just a little monkey doing monkey things. And I don't <laughs> normally see monkeys. So I was like, oh, my God, it's a monkey. Everybody look. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I did a lot of that. Monkey things. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm but dying. then the other feature that was really beautiful about this resort is that they had a natural... Pool, pool pond uh-huh. yeah no, no so, it's a pool pool so mm-hmm. they uh, it was a what somewhat of a waterfall and they rerouted the water so that it would um be create this natural pool and we used that and we'll talk about the ceremony a little bit um okay you know next but <laughs> <laughs> but even if you weren't doing anything ceremonial you could not go to that uh, natural pool where they had the water falling down and just not feel one with nature. Oh just, yeah, you're you're there. You're in the water. It is clear and natural and falling and perfect. It it was a spiritual moment just to be there anytime you went to visit. So that was beautiful. Oh, it was. It was. I loved it. 
And we went down to the river too. The river was accessible to us too. So we, when we say we looked over the river, we literally it, were. It was like down the, yeah, we, we actually could walk down to it. As a matter of fact, on our very first day, one of the first things we did is have meditation right, right. by mm -hmm. the river. And mm -hmm. uh, that was the first, the very first thing we did. And I believe we did a meditation. I, I think we went to our younger, I know I went to my younger self and gave mm. that girl a hug. I can't remember mm. what the instructions were about, I feel like it was a looking at your past self or something. I, I don't know, I don't but remember. I just, I remember what I did there mm -hmm. is I went to her and I was like, I was mad at you for making bad decisions. And I was upset and unforgiving of you for Aww. making us look bad. You know, like I had these feelings and, yeah. and whatever our leadership said in that meditation, it was like, okay, I, I'm wrong here. I'm sorry. And I just, you know, visually gave my younger self a hug and a lot of forgiveness mm. um, and grace and compassion for getting me to where I am today. And that was done by an Amazon river <laughs> in front of a mountain mm -hmm. in Peru. Yeah. It was amazing. It yes. was amazing. It was amazing. So um, one place that we didn't talk about, we kind of skirted right past was the Maloka right <laughs> well that's a good way to talk about our ceremonies uh, that's right because just the fact that the whole that the retreat would have a maloka there i guess they they know the, and they know what the deal is people are coming here for ceremony mm -hmm. and a maloka is a location it it is a covered location it had walls and all around the walls it had screens so screens. no mirror no no windows mm -mm. <laughs> Just yeah. just screens so the nature could uh, easily come come in and um, go ahead and explain that Maloka a Maloka. little bit more. Yeah, it's like it's a it's like a oval like a oblong, and it I don't know. Would you say it was about forty five feet from one end to the other? It was quite large. It felt really large. Yeah, yeah. We um, had all eighteen of our people um, on mats against the walls. And we still had space. We had still had um, plenty of space. We had four facilitators. Yeah. Five. And we still had space. So. Yeah. So it was quite large that way. And I would say at least 20 feet um, yeah. width wise. So mm -hmm. it was plenty of room and it was set up. We, there was an altar there where we had a ceremony to um, set our intentions and kind of talk about what we were going to be doing Um for the the three days that we were in ceremony. So um it's when trust me when I say it is this is not the lap of luxury in the Moloka. This is very like plain Jane. You get a mat, you get a pillow, you get a blanket and a bucket. And a bucket. And a bucket. Mm -hmm. Some toilet this paper. Is, this is work to do. This is work. Uh, yeah. So right. it's not very fancy, but it is very adequate. And it was it was nice and clean and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, it was great. It, it's a good time to go ahead and talk about the mm -hmm. ceremonies. You mentioned that in the intention and the creation of the altar. I do mm -hmm. want to um, go back to the pool, the natural pool, the natural the waterfall that was there because we had a flower ceremony there mm -hmm. where flowers from the area were picked and um, put into uh, water that came directly from the pool, and we. Mm -hmm 
we they said prayers over it we sang songs with it we um uh, poured the flower the water over our heads in the pool it was beautiful like I, you never felt so grounded and just in your body it was great yeah that was that was the flower ceremony we did that a couple of times and yeah. then you could go back as much as you want so. yeah that's true that's true mm -hmm. um so that yeah that was part of the opening ceremony if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the ayahuasca um but like i said we actually part we actually sat in ceremony three times so we did it on monday tuesday and thursday yes now we have, we're not new to ayahuasca. Mm -mm. And so I want to tell you, it's like, well, why do you keep coming back? I feel like that would be a question. Yeah. That's ask, a good Because why mm -hmm. you did it before. Why are you doing this again? And I appreciate learning. I feel like I'm a, I'm a life learner. And what I have learned through being in, uh, sitting in an ayahuasca ceremony is that of all the things that I know, it is actually me that I still need to learn more about. Mm, and in mm -hmm. every ceremony, it is an opportunity to learn more about. And in each ceremony this time as well, mm -hmm. I learned more about who I was. And I felt like I was given certain missions to um, go forth and work on as I integrate after the ceremony. But mm -hmm. it is a time that you think, well, I should know me because I spent all my time here. No, mm -mm, I didn't. And so mm -hmm. that's why you keep coming back. It is not because it is fun because no, <laughs> that's the opposite. It's kind of <laughs> it's OK. So we should say this. So ayahuasca is one of these things that you ingest. You accept it's in a shot glass, right? For us, it was in a shot glass and we drink it and it has to be this one in particular was the most strong and disgusting little concoction that you can think of. I know every time I think of Just it, thinking about it, makes like, me yeah, yeah. So nauseous. this is not something that you, people do for recreation. It is to, for the most part, get in touch with yourself. And a lot of healing tends to happen when you are doing that because um, a lot of times um People they call ayahuasca like grandmother. Um, a lot of times grandmother will actually show you different things to help you heal. And a lot of times they, they she'll show you like things that you need to release, you let go of. And that's part of what why people have the buckets there too, because there's a release and release comes in different forms. Right. Um fortunately for me, I tried to take on all the forms. <laughs> While you're I was a there. good team player, right? I, I did yeah. it all. I coughed, I cried, I spat up, I yawned, threw, off, threw up. I I don't know if I yawned, but okay. I did. It. I laughed. I did all. <laughs> did the you want to say everything you did? No, you laughed. No, Anything I think else? I laughed. I cried. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I sang. I danced. I did. What is there anything else? Did I miss anything? Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh. there's the there's the there's the bathroom thing that you have to do because oh yeah, purging happens in many different ways. In many different. I spent some time at the bathroom. I spent some time at the bathroom. So uh, <laughs> I did a lot so that, of yeah, things. all the things. So you you covered you covered the gamut I there. I really tried. <laughs>
I remember the first night I was like, I can't hear my friend. I can't hear my friend because they wouldn't let us sit together because you're not supposed, you know, we're not, we weren't trying to interfere with each other's journeys. Mm -hmm. So I think she couldn't hear me. <laughs> no, I could hear, hear you. Oh, I could I was hear loud you. No, no, it wasn't you. It was because um, the medicine made it so that sound was very different for me. And mm -hmm. so there were 18 of us. I It felt like I had everybody sitting around my mat and I could hear everybody's conversation, whether they were talking a little bit or not. But I heard you. You couldn't hear me. Um, and then vice, um, conversely, I could barely hear the music or um, Althea talking or anybody else talking. Mm -hmm. Any of the facilitators, I had very hard time hearing. But everybody else felt like they were in my face. So <laughs> including, including you, I just, it was a, it was kind of like, wow. So, I mean, the thing about it is ayahuasca gives everybody a different journey. And that so is true. Yeah. I, I will say, so this, this time around, I learned that, um, well, I always learn from other people's journeys as well. So being able to uh, glean from from the collective experience mm -hmm. this time was unlike any other time where I felt like even though we were all having our individual experiences mm -hmm. there was a lot of crossover oh, I had not yeah. seen that before and I you know I've done this before but I've never seen this before and to mm -hmm. this level which continues to provide me this feeling of awe and wonder because there's mm -hmm. still so much I don't know yeah no you're yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right just, just so much i don't know about how this works and what happens and this was the first time i'd ever been with a different shaman so i had mm -hmm. a different group of facilitators mm -hmm. and i wondered well how would this be you know mm -hmm. how, how was the what the difference feel you know what would it feel like can i connect with these people yes the answer is absolutely absolutely yes absolutely <laughs> don't even worry about that um, yeah and then um, I did want to say something about each of my ceremonies. Mm -hmm. um, the, the very first one, I learned something about um, my career path. I don't. I, I know that there's a, something else that I need to do. Mm -hmm. It was a part. It was a career idea that I had in the past, and I literally passed on that one. I was like, eh, nah, I'm not going to do that. It came back full fledged. My walked away with, I've got to add that back into my life some, somehow, some, some way. way. Mm -hmm. And I'm still working through that and figuring out what that's going to look like. But it was like, wow, what a powerful way of showing me that. Mm -hmm. Then the second night I got to learn more about myself and what provide, you know, as a passion for me, like I'm not a singer. I've never, I sing happy birthday and maybe a Christmas jingle, but mm -hmm. that is about it. But that second night I had a real passion for singing and, and with the musicians who, uh, that were playing, there's a, a lot of music that is played in an ayahuasca ceremony because the music moves the medicine. And so there was, um, when they were playing, I felt like I was in a jam session. <laughs> I was singing and humming and y'all that ain't even me and I loved it. I had a ball and it just taught me that. And so part of what I learned in that experience was that I still have passions in me that I haven't even uncovered yet. Explored yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that mm -hmm. I need to continue to research me because there's still more to learn. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was okay. So that's, 
what I got from, um, you know, I gave you the short version, but, you know, that's, that's part of what I yeah. got from my experience. I I kind of feel I agree with you about the community aspect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for me, that showed up very strongly. Um, the first night, um, my journey was really about my own pains, my own anguish, my own sadness. But I also felt the collectives. That was part of everybody being around my mat. It was like, I felt a lot of people's sadness, anguish. Um, I mean, mourning. Um, I felt that. And it was, it was a really hard night because nobody wants to, nobody even wants to feel their own pain and anguish, right? You're like, (laughs) you know, um, but imagine feeling all all these, everybody's kind of um, pain. Um, So that first night was very hard. Um, second night, even though I still did a lot of crying and I, did, but I did a lot of stuff that night too. I just did, a, I did all the things, but the second night was more about joy. It was like the very opposite oh, of yes. the first night. The very first night, I think for a lot of people was very heavy and yeah. dealt with a lot laborious. of, yeah, yeah, it was very laborious. That definitely, <laughs> um, but the second night was really more about joy. And I think not just for myself, because I haven't done ayahuasca that many times in comparison to a lot of people, but um, even our facilitators, I don't think had ever seen um, what I have named Club Aya. Oh, Club Aya. That is per- <laughs> I felt like it was a spiritual disco club, but uh, <laughs> Club Aya is perfect. It was, it was, and one of our, one of our um, family members, I'll call her that, um, really just started being happy and, and kind of jumping and stuff like that to the music. And then I would say- It was so contagious. <laughs> it was. So many people joined in and Mind you, that's not a thing typically with <laughs> ayahuasca. So that's what I've been told. So, um, but we were up and we were jumping and we were singing yeah. and we were, oh, it was just dancing. Was we were dancing. dancing. Oh, wow. It's dark, by the way, y'all. Can't see a we thing. We had the moonlight. And that was and it. That was, and maybe a maybe a candle. Probably not. It was not the yeah. Moon. Most it was mostly. The so moon. we could see. We didn't bump into each other because we could see shadows, but. Seriously, it was just dance. It was just joy. It was pure joy and it was beautiful. And then for the third night for me, that was really about me. The first two nights were about me and community um, and being able to relate to people's pain, people's joy, what makes them happy, what their passions are. Um, But the last one was just for me about showing myself. I show a lot of love to a lot of people, but I have to do better at showing love for myself. And that really came through for me in my last ceremony. And so even though I have given my druthers, I would have punked out of the last ceremony. (laughs) I was was like, do I have to do this again? (laughs) Why do I keep signing up for this? myself but um honestly it if i had it would have been totally incomplete if i hadn't done the third one so i am very happy i did the third one. Oh yeah well it was yeah. it was necessary we were all i felt like we were all there together for a reason i have met some lifelong friends mm-hmm. um, out of those used to be strangers i can't even call them strangers anymore they are my journey mates they are my new family 
of 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 friends and i did want to say this because this was a uh, one of the things i got from my last ceremony i've been picking and choosing what it is that i share but i wanted mm -hmm. to share that i did have you're not supposed to go into a journey with expectation but i mm -hmm. had heard two other days of people having wonderful experiences um or just they're telling their experience and i wanted mine to be more like somebody else's experience and mm -hmm. i didn't get that on the third journey either and i remember saying okay fine i can't get what i want they say you have not because you asked not and i asked and y'all didn't show up the way i wanted you to, to show up mm. can you can can my my ancestors my guardian angels can can you just give me a hug i want to feel your presence and when i felt that mm. i was good i was like oh Check it oh, out, y'all. You yeah. know, just imagine you get to a, a hug from the ancestors. Yeah. And you feel it. And you go, yeah. oh, okay. I'm good now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good now. It was really, it was really a joyous time. Um, it just it's kind of bittersweet when you when it's all done because you meet these people and there's like when I tell you there's really not much cell reception. Like we had to use WhatsApp mm -hmm. in order to call home and things like that. Um, but you don't really have a lot of time on your phone. The only thing we used our phone for basically was taking pictures, right? Yeah, we so took a lot of pictures. We took a lot of pictures, but there's not a lot of texting and things like that. So you're spending a lot of time with the same other 16 people and you're sharing their journey in the Maloka. Mm -hmm the three nights but then you're also just getting a chance to sit down and talk and um go to the pool like the real there's actual real pool too swimming that we could go there. swimming pool that we could go to um where we sometimes played music and kind of hung out but you get to know people at a completely different level when you remove all the other things that come into our regular day Right. right. All the distractors. All the distractors. Nobody really knows anybody else. Mm -mm. Uh, we're not using our phones a lot. We're definitely not watching TV. We had a TV. We never turned, turned on. It. I don't never even. even <laughs> I don't, was there a remote? Did I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't even touch it. We didn't even turn it on. Um, there was a little light coming from it that I unplugged day one, and we never plugged that thing back in. So, so yeah. Yeah, we didn't we didn't do that. So and, and that was a beautiful part. I do want to say uh, this particular um, spiritual retreat included other plant medicines. Mm. And I wanted to say that I um, participated in a combo ceremony and a combo is the frog plant medicine. Now, right. it, it initially shows up like a poison because mm -hmm. it causes you to um to purge. to vomit yeah purge mm -hmm. thank you that's the word i was looking for thank you yeah. uh causes you to purge but uh the way in which that happens is uh it causes quite a bit of healing in the process mm -hmm. it 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 pulls out a lot from you that you did not need in your body similar to what ayahuasca does but the process of doing it created for me i have i just need to check one two three. i have four dots burned into the side of my leg 
where the combo yeah. was applied. And now I have my warrior scars. I'm a combo <laughs> warrior now. Nobody has asked me about my scars either. I've been proudly walking around with four scars <laughs> on my leg and nobody has said anything. I guess they're not that, um, they're not that Teasing. obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's not that, yeah. it's not like I got a serious war scar, but uh, I took something from that. And that was, that was an amazing experience. I could go on and on and on about this, but I do want to get to a few of the other things mm-hmm. um, uh, related to our experience. Like we, well, you know, the food, it was great, right? Oh, wait a minute. We can't, we can't talk about combo without talking about the acupuncture. Okay. We can talk about the food, but I want to talk about the acupuncture. Okay. That was the other ceremony. That was. That was the that ceremony was like, before the ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, for me, okay. yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. You go first to talk about Mr. Needleman. Okay. Stefan, Frenchman <laughs> in, in Peru. In Peru. <laughs> <laughs> well, he practices a type of um, acupuncture that is not necessarily common in the West, it mm-hmm. is an Eastern form of acupuncture. So from what I understand, it hurts more than the Western type. I don't know. I had never had acupuncture before mm-hmm. that ceremony, uh, not ceremony, but before our appointment. Um, but the interesting thing about him is he is an intuitive acupuncturist. So by simply <laughs> taking your pulse, and I was like, I thought he was going to pull out a stethoscope or something, you know, like some kind of something, something Legit. Western, yeah. Yeah. Western, uh-huh. right? Because you know, you go to the doctor and they say, I'm going to start poking Listen you or something. Your, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you think you're gonna, instruments? No, he takes his fingers, he puts it on on your wrist, and he sits there and he nods, and he nods, and then he does the other one, and then he just goes on to tell you about all of the all of your like what's going on in your life like he told he tells me i have like um have fear here like in in my belly but i have like a lot of um oh what's the word that i have a lot of things that i need to do like i am able what is what i want to you know what i'm trying to say right the um uh, that i ambition Well, let's just call them ambitions. Like, let's just call them, I have ambitions, right? That I need to complete. And so he told me a whole bunch of things about myself that were very relevant. Um, And he put the needles in and then he helped to release some of the, um, the energy that was collecting on my body and release it. And the release was instantaneous. Like once he finished and took out the needles, um, you felt lighter. It was just absolutely incredible. I had never experienced anything like that. Um, I would fly to Peru just to sit down. To see with, him. Yeah. yeah, I would I would do that again. <laughs> absolutely. It, that was like a five-star experience for me, period. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. So for me, I had a different type of experience with the same guy, same mm-hmm. person. He did the thing where he um, checked my pulse and he would ask me some questions. Just but from listening to my pulse, he could hear about my spleen and some other part, you know, parts mm-hmm. of my body, my kidneys. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? Do I need to get that checked out? You know, and he said, well, <laughs> when that comes up for me, that means because his intuitive side comes out and he explains how how that 
how he interprets it to tell me about my life. Mm-hmm. And so he asked me a question. And I was like, no, I don't feel anxiety about anything. And then he made it prod- prodded one more time. And I was like, oh, and then there's this and then there's that. And oh, my God, then there's this and then there's that. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that I would relate to that. But yeah. he helped bring it out. And I felt like I had it was he was there for less than an hour so about 50 Mm -hmm. minutes 45 to 50 minutes and I feel like I had a therapy session of months maybe maybe even a year Mm -hmm. worth of value because what he was able to help me realize about how what was working in my life and what was Mm -hmm. not working Mm -hmm. and what I had anxiety about and why Mm -hmm. I had the anxiety about it and what I needed to do I mean how did I get that in 50 minutes so I walked out feeling lighter like I understood myself better Mm -hmm. I understood the situation I was in better Mm -hmm. and how to make it better and that was in 50 minutes yeah I was just like that that was transformational and life-changing all by itself all by itself I I felt so seen Mm -hmm. in those moments I felt so um much care and everything I just I can't even express to you how life-changing just that I could have like packed up everything and just went home. (laughs) I mean, like, like seriously, I mean, he just, he was actually very um, instrumental in actually impacting my ceremonies because I was a lot more focused on some of the things that I wanted to work on. So Yes, I'm sorry. I had to do that one. No, he was a, he was important. He, Mr. Needleman was the bomb. Uh, Stefan. Stefan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that 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 was that was good. Sorry, I didn't mean okay. to skip over. That was so important. So um, yeah, culinary experience. That's what you wanted to talk about, right? I just want not really. I just wanted to say <laughs> that we were not here for the food. So. Um, Peruvian chicken be damned. We were there for a spiritual ceremony, which required a certain diet. And that diet needed to be very natural, fresh fruit foods that uh, were sourced directly from the earth. So we got very fresh, tasty, fresh, healthy food that was had no salt for a diet. Okay. It had yeah. Very no little sugar. Seasoning. Unless it was no sugar. Yeah. Because it was a strawberry or something. A yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So we're not going to talk about that because that's not why we went to Peru. Good so, fact. for the food foodies who are waiting for that part, that is another somebody else's podcast, not ours. Um, we ate very healthy. Next topic. <laughs> Extraordinarily. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, um, we did have one delightful dinner out once we left the resort. We actually went back to the uh, city of Terrapoti. We had a delicious dinner there. Um, Mm. So that was the really the best food that we had. But we also went shopping while we were there. Wonderfully. Uh, Ramel is really serious about bringing gifts and and stuff home from trips. I've seen her do it all the time. She will stress herself out over, I got to get this. I got to get my my niece and my aunties and my cousins and my third cousins, (laughs) my fifth cousins, grandmas. And like, she's getting everybody's stuff. I don't even care that much. I'm like, y'all, I got you some pictures. I had a good time. But in this scenario, it was so worth it. It was her desire. Again, I got to get my kids some chocolate. That was her thing. That was it. Mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And thank goodness for that, because that led us on another field trip that we it didn't expect. Did. I I literally, my oldest said, Mom, you don't have to bring me anything but chocolate. 
And I was like, well, I am bringing chocolate back to my child. That's the only thing she wanted. And it was the end of the whole trip. We had done everything. We ain't seen no chocolate because I told you about how we ate, right? There was no chocolate, no no place to get treats and crap like that. So Romel was down to the wire. I was. And so I asked one of the facilitators who had lived in Terrapoto about it. And they were like, oh, yeah, well, you can get chocolate right at the grocery store and i'm like fantastic where is the grocery store oh it's just around the corner okay her around the corner and my around the corner just like are different languages let's just say that but it was a fun trip okay it was a fun trip we found um a little store it was so random. It's a retail a, clothing store. Retail and clothing store. And how many of us, like about eight of us piled into this little yeah, store. And, I, and why did we go? We were not, we were looking for chocolate, but somebody was like, maybe I'll buy some clothes. And I think at least three of us bought clothes at out of that place. Uh, and in the meantime, they were playing some Rihanna and some good American music. Yeah, we were dancing. And what did we do? Yes. We, we turned it into a little mini store club. I don't know. I guess if you play music, we're bound to dance. So we did that. And then we headed over to the grocery store and we walked into like downtown Terrapoto in the, it was after dark. And so, but they, the people who lived there come out to the Central Park area there mm-hmm. and they had water features like, for the kids and like the water pad where the play. water is coming up from the ground. Yeah. And- music and lights and they had transformers that people were taking pictures with it was just a lot of wonderful activity and we have been in the jungle y'all right so we were like oh look there are people here in this country not just monkeys and frogs look and so that was just fun to see the nightlife that was Mm -hmm. happening and i could see going back to really experiencing that part. But again, that's not what the purpose of this trip was. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't spend much time there, but we we finally did get to the grocery store. We finally got some chocolate and came back. And I think that was basically our trip. I will have to say again, I took for granted. I did not know how valuable it would be to have somebody else plan my trip. I did Mm -hmm. not um, do a good job vetting my translation apps we could have a whole conversation about the proper way to use a translation app um we could talk about things like you know make sure you bring your own hot spot like i have so many things i I wish i had realized before i went Mm -hmm. type of thing but the one that i take away is most important is that i will travel again where somebody else makes all the decisions and does all the adult stuff and i can just participate because i adult all the freaking time and Mm -hmm. i loved having this as uh, it felt like you know, can you imagine doing this for a vacation vacation where there wasn't work to do, right? Just for a oh vacation. Oh my gosh. That, I, I might never come back, right? So I that mean. is the part that I learned and I wanted to um, let you know that mm-hmm. yes, Althea has amazing trips. So you could, you know, yeah. go to her she, trips. But she doesn't let, pay us for it. We're just letting you know how much we, <laughs> how much we love the trip because That's I true. think we made one meal decision the whole trip and that was the end of our decisions besides purchasing things for um home for mm-hmm. ourselves and our and our family and that was it and it was wonderful i have never felt so good about releasing 
yeah. pow- my my own power to do different things. I just I enjoyed it so much, and it was worth every every little penny I spent yeah. on the trip. It really, it really was. I'm a, I'm a different person. Every time I do this, it, just something else changes. And that, I know. That, that, that was the same. I'm a, I'm a little different this time as well. So are you looking to do it again sometime soon? Right now, Grandmother Ayahuasca is done with me for a while because she was like, I done told you everything you need to do, what you work on, so don't, don't come looking at me until um until you're ready again um one other thing that has happened that is a definite i kind of thought this was where it was going but now i know mm-hmm. i have become an evangelist for plant medicine and yeah. i know it's not for everybody i recognize yeah. that but mm-hmm. everybody should know it, it exists and for the people who are interested mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm the one i can talk to you about it i can tell you how to find a retreat somewhere like yeah. you gotta you know these things aren't legal in the state so just knowing or how how can i do a trip like what we did and go yeah. to peru and you know how, how do i where are the places in the states that are are legal or soon mm-hmm. to be legal like where in the circles for learning that so i'm telling everybody mm-hmm. I'm just like this thing if you don't know about it i can tell you about it if you're interested let's talk because we got a circle of people who uh, can help you on your journey so yeah I think that's amazing. And I think you, I want to say it one more time. Not everybody is built for Aya. Not everybody. But I truly believe that there is a plant medicine for everybody, even Mm. though there, there's a lot of them and they do a lot of of the same things, but maybe in different ways. So, you know, if, if Aya, you don't medically match with it, or um, if you have maybe some, um, mental issues that don't match with mm-hmm. it, definitely look into other things. There are other medicines out there that can be helpful to you. So you sound like a plant medicine evangelist too. I feel like I am. I feel yeah. like I am. I mean, like I'm here. I've done this a number of times. I don't want to do Aya anytime soon either. <laughs> but because she's gonna have to knock on my door and be like, hey. It's time again. I feel good. Like I've done. I'm. I'm. I'm in a good place. I have work to do exactly. from the last meeting I had with her. So, yeah. I got and, to- and I'll say this one thing, and I know we're gonna go, but I am so sad not to see the other participants right now. Like I feel like I lost like my family. Like they're gone home, and I don't get a chance to see them. We're gonna have a Zoom meeting with them at the end of the month. It's so true. that we'll have a chance to 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 see their faces again, and um, yeah, it. we are looking forward to it because we miss them. We miss them terribly. So, um, hi, um, hi and bye to all of those who might come and listen with us. But anyway, so we're done. We've talked. We've talked. And we've told good. all the stories. Yes, I have. Oh, maybe not all, all the stories we want to tell. All the all the stories because some things that happen in Peru stay in Peru. Stay in Peru. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you all. If you made it to this far, we want to thank you so much for coming by and listening to our story today. So until next time, peace, peace and, and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. 
And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.